Welcome to the Living on the B-Side podcast, a show that is all about music, people and their music-related stories. In each episode, I showcase the power of music, why we love it, the experiences around it and how music can reach our life in so many ways. Come and join me, your host Birgit and my guests from all walks of life for conversations about songs and artists from different genres of music, what impact they have in our lives and what we have learned with and through it. I can't wait to take you on this musical journey with me. Hey, hey, welcome B-Siders to a brand new episode of my Living on the B-Side podcast. It's another guest interview, which is super exciting, as always. And I can't wait to start the conversation around music, life stories, what that meant for that person and the rest of it. It's going to be really, really super exciting. And yes, let's start. Let's let's not mess about here. Let's start. Welcome, Ben, to my show. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Birgit. I am I'm pumped to be here. When when I put on my list that all I had to do was talk about music today, I knew that it would be easy, fun, and just a heck of a good time. So I'm I'm blessed to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I know it's going to be fun. We already had a bit of a chuckle before we hit record. So <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? So watch out, um, B-siders. You never know what we mm-hmm. what magic we're going to cook up today. <laughs> so Ben, before we dive in and talk all things music and you know your life with music, um, a quick intro to, to what you do during your daytime. Um, we leave the nighttime for whatever. <laughs> You never know, you might go clubbing, who knows, or maybe that's not something you do, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, just to quickly give a brief overview who you are and what you do for a living, for passion, um, I kind of hate the word for a living, sounds very boring and bland, mm. but you're a very busy guy, I have to say, I, reading through your bio, I'm like, how do you do it all? Do you want to go and explain yourself or do you want me to? I'm happy to do it, but yeah. I mean, so two two words that I need to try to redefine are busy and work because everything I do in my quote-unquote day job are things that I'm tremendously passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get to run a marketing firm. It's called Balbert Marketing, and I host a network of podcasts. There's actually five shows under one umbrella called the Real Business Connections Network. Um, something we'll talk about way, we can talk about anything in my story, but, um, what feels like way forever ago in 2016, I started a music podcast called Rochester Groovecast, which nowadays, as I've transitioned into more business band and less music band, um, someone, uh, incredible musician, Sienna took over that show. So Rochester Groovecast, which is a homage to my local music scene still exists, Um, But I used to have a music podcast, pass that along. By daylight, I'm a marketer. And by nighttime, you mentioned it. I like going to music. I like going out with friends. I like going outdoors to concerts. I love camping. I love when I can mix camping with music. So if it's a festival or an event where I can camp and be outdoors and see music, that is my perfect weekend moonlight kind of activity. Um, really just passionate about marketing, promotion, music, and anything fun and entertainment. There you go. And that's, I think that's what we all want to achieve. Do something that we love and passionate about and 
you know, make a living out of it, so to speak, even though that term sounds a bit outdated sometimes. But yeah, be able to afford to pay the bills that we all need to do because that's a reality, right? But still have fun in the process. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love how you started out in five podcasts. Oh my God. Um, I could ask so many questions about that, but I'm not. <laughs> that's not what we're here for. Right. So you said you started off out with um, a local music podcast how let, let's start there how did that come about what's the story that got you to that point that'd be interesting yeah, to hear about. I, I do think it's important to tell the backstory that led right. up to starting that music podcast because mm -hmm. um I still I get the jitters I got the jitters before jumping on and recording with you I I was not born to be a podcaster at least I didn't think that way and I I was always shy when I was a kid. I wasn't the loud, rambunctious one. I was a quiet kid. I was a more creative type. And when I was very young, I was actually obsessed with basketball. Um, one thing I've found through personality tests is I always score really high in appreciation of beauty and excellence. So for me, it doesn't matter if it's sports, music, art, nature. I love it. It all makes me feel good. It, it livens me up. I get excitement out of creativity and talent and fun. So I was a basketball player, but I never hit a growth spurt and everyone else did. So I was the second shortest kid in school behind Olivia Lee, a little Asian girl. I was not the shortest, but the second shortest in school and being so small, but still trying to play sports. As one might imagine, I got beat up a lot. I got bullied a lot. I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the toughest. Um, and I was already a quiet kid, so I actually made me get a little more reclusive. So I was quiet type. So again, the fact we're talking here and I'm on a podcast is like unbelievable for me that, that I was able to get out of this. But yeah. it was really high school time where, you know, this quiet, creative kind of outcast kid found people just like him other quiet creative outcast kids that just happen to love music because as we know music is such a beautiful expression especially when you are coming from i mean i had an alcoholic dad my mom has some um, physical struggles i didn't have like the perfect upbringing so having these outcast musicians that you know instead of i don't know we were just different we liked we liked creative stuff. We liked creating music. We liked writing songs. Uh, all my friends were in bands. I started playing guitar and drums, but honestly, Birgit, I was like the worst musician of the group. I never had a skill set for it, oh, no. but I always loved. I always loved it. And what I realize now is, at that time, that's when I started to find my tribe and kind of my my purpose in life. I liked taking you like creative um creative passionate people and promoting them and advocating for them so i ended up more of the promoter and the manager so i would book shows i would book events i'd promote events um and then i started a podcast because at the end of the day i felt like i was going to all these concerts and a lot of times i was a consumer and I wanted to not just be a consumer of music, I wanted to be a producer of some kind. So the podcast and the promotion and the booking was my way of adding value 
to the music community because I really loved the community that music was able to build. And my role was in the promotion, the management. And that's why it all comes full circle that I'm so passionate and I'm so lucky and grateful that I get to run a marketing firm because my focus these days isn't specifically on the music industry, but I get to do just that in a marketing company. I get to advocate for great small businesses. I get to quite literally amplify them. Like I quite literally amplified musicians. I get to inject steroids in what they do. I get to promote them. Um, and, and I really love that because at the end of the day, nowadays I market small businesses, but music is still just deep in my heart and deep in my soul and marketing would have never fell in my lap if I hadn't found music first. Wow. It's all just it's a lot there for a second. <laughs> it, I have to digest it because it's yeah. not, obviously it's not the first time I've thought this through. I've had plenty mm -hmm. of time to think about like, Oh, things really happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, but as all that happened, I never knew that I would have a marketing company. It, it was just mm -hmm. following my heart and my heart was in music and music just led me to marketing and marketing just led me to, it's just, I don't know, the rest yeah. is history, I guess. Right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's a truly amazing story. And I, I honestly feel that. Yeah. It, it, it sort of conveys hope that we all can find that sweet spot, that, that passion that opens doors for us. So I just love that. It's really, yeah, it's very powerful if you think about it. So I'm glad you shared that story. It gives me quite a bit of a chills, actually. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. obviously you said music was kind of the, the kickstarter of your marketing engine, which you didn't know at that point. Yeah. Obviously music is very, very important to you. We've heard that. Where where do you think consciously you notice that? I mean, obviously, when you met your tribe or your outsiders or whatever you want to call it, but is there like a moment at maybe a music event or anything where you really sort of thought, huh, you know what? I'm just going to stop just listening and start contributing. Do you remember that point where you sort of pivoted Ooh. from one to the other? You, tough question. Sorry, I'm, you have to dig a bit in your childhood well, memory. What's What's interesting is every good story that's easy to tell mm -hmm. has those pivotal moments. Yeah. And I need to take a minute and think because I don't think I had a single pivotal moment. I think there were two things happening simultaneously. So I became obsessed with music. I'd go to concerts mm -hmm. every weekend. I'd listen to music every day on the bus. I was super not, I wasn't super social. I'd be listening to music on the bus, listening to it on the bike, going to concerts on the weekend. Um, so I loved, 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 loved music. And then when I got older, um, just to be vulnerable and honest with everyone, I started drinking a little bit too much. So I'd go to a bar, I'd go to a venue, and I'd listen to music, which I'd love, but I'd also drink, which actually was detrimental to my health and not necessarily adding any value. And I think it was a combination of me being obsessed with music and a slow drip of almost shame and sadness that I'd consume, 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 
but I wasn't actually adding value to the table. And now granted, if you show up at a bar to see a band, to support your friends, to support a band, and you purchase a couple of drinks and you buy a ticket, you are doing exactly what we need you to do to keep that bar open and keep that band paid. So that is a good thing. But for me, I just felt this slow drip of, are you just a part, like, do you, are you a party animal? Do you actually like music? Are you contributing? I wish I could say there was just a moment where I was mm -hmm. like, I'm going to do this. Um, but it was, it was so many things, right? So I was starting to get obsessed with listening to podcasts in probably around 2000, 2015. And then I launched my podcast in 2016. Um, and it was really just taking advice. What do you love? I love music. Mm -hmm. I love listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. I don't like this party animal, Ben, that feels like he's not contributing. Let's take music podcast, my hometown, which is Rochester, New York, upstate New York. Let's just mold those together. And I started a music show and the music show led to what was a side hustle, which is where I booked bands and promoted and this and that. Um, long story, slightly longer. There wasn't just that one aha mm -hmm. moment, but I feel like it was smacking me in a smacking me in the face every single day. Ben, you were meant to do this, but you're not doing it. And then eventually I just took action to start the podcast and the first few episodes stunk, but at least I was gaining momentum a little bit closer to my more, more of my purpose in life. Mm. I actually really like the fact that there wasn't such one pivotal moment because it feels more real to me that there was a process involved into getting where you are. So often we hear these success stories where that's just one moment that changed everything. And personally, I find that a bit hard to believe sometimes and I cannot relate. And that's what I find really hard. I'd rather have someone that had, let's say a phase of months or years to get where they are because that's more real to me personally. So what you just shared, I love that. I think it's so real and so like raw almost. And it's the truth. It's reality. It's not made up like in Hollywood type of movie. It's how things just progressed over time. And it's funny that music gave you that nudge constantly saying, you know what? Come on, take another step and another step. So it's it's amazing. I love that. Uh, I a simple analogy just came to my mind. A okay. musician, a musician doesn't just pick up an instrument and hit the perfect note out of the blue. Mm -hmm. There's so much practice and study and mirroring of other musicians and listening that over time they reach that perfect note or that perfect song or they, it, it's not like you just pick up an instrument and have an aha moment. I think that I, that, wow, I guess I never thought of it. That's kind of what happened with me. It was mm -hmm. just, practice and learning over time leading to um something special yeah i love i love how these things come out when you talk you know sort of with each other these things come out and you find a really good way yeah. of explaining things it's truly amazing <laughs> it is yeah and like you said it's and we can apply that to everything in life baby steps continue doing it if it's not great still do it 
you just it's like building a house you put a foundation down and then you build up or like you say with the musician you pick up an instrument you learn to play it or if you're a singer you've got to take voice lessons to actually develop your voice so that's mm. pretty cool. cool cool so you are now there you got your own podcasts you know obviously things i would assume would pick up because it's a local podcast and people will probably pick up on that and go hey you know how did that work out how did that progress you know to where you all of a sudden had five yeah well first the podcast was just a ton of fun um mm. i i i didn't have to change my life that much mm-hmm. i already was well connected in the local music scene i loved supporting local musicians mm-hmm. i was already at the concerts so really all i did was um i had a portable recorder and i took some raw recordings live um i would talk about the show on the podcast i would promote events on the podcast for example i would do music festival previews where maybe there's 20 bands playing all at one event i would create a preview podcast where people could listen to one song from you know five ten twenty different bands so it was very much like a radio show so i was really just kind of doing what i already loved Mm-hmm. but promoting it a little bit um and the beauty there was i'd get into places for free which th- i wasn't making a ton of money on this podcast but i was building great relationships already doing something that i loved and i'd get you know vip passes and get into places for free and this and that um how it turned into five podcasts is like a long complicated story All right. um <laughs> really just to simplify it um when COVID hit, I had not been doing the music. I started in 2016. It's still running. There's a new host, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went on a few hiatuses here and there. I never took it, like, I never treated it like an actual business. So when COVID hit, the world just exploded in front of us. We don't have to talk yep. about details. It was it was yep. a traumatic time for everyone. Yep. Um, and what happened to musicians? They no longer... <laughs> They, they couldn't even meet with their bandmates, let alone play live. So when COVID yeah. came out, I re-released my music podcast. And after being all over the place and inconsistent, I actually started doing two episodes a week. So wow. we would do two episodes a week and we would live stream them because I wanted to bring this like live element to the podcast like a concert. And a lot of the musicians would play guitar or sing and kind of do an acoustic performance. Other musicians, we would um, stream their songs through the stream and then talk about the music live on the air. So it was great. I completely revamped the podcast. That was going amazing. It completely reinvigorated my energy and my love for podcasting. And the Mm -hmm. number one thing that it made me realize is when COVID hit and everyone started getting comfortable with Zoom, the world suddenly seemed to get much, much, much smaller. And Mm -hmm. I'm furloughed from work. I don't have a job. I'm actually not, I'm applying for jobs and not getting anything. I didn't know exactly what would happen, but I decided to start my own marketing firm because pre-COVID, I was a sales executive for a marketing company, so I already understood the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where 
the music podcast again reinvigorated my my love of music and my love of podcast made me realize that the world's smaller i kind of decided to on a whim start a business show and that's kind of where i completely rebranded myself and my life as in i i started a business podcast honestly birgit being the least knowledgeable person in the room in every business conversation but I had a unique opportunity to bring in really experienced business people. And then they became friends and mentors. And all I had to do is ask good questions and promote them, which is things mm -hmm. that I already love doing in itself. Yeah. So as the, as the business podcast starts to grow, my business starts to grow in conjunction with that. And I start realizing me personally, Ben, I might not have to go back to the corporate world. This might actually work for me. Um, so I doubled down on the business show. Again, passed the music show to someone else. I actually went on another hiatus, but then found a new one to take the music show. Um, and now the business show, when I say five podcasts, it's not that overwhelming. There's one podcast with five different segments. Right. So, okay. so it's all or it's not like a music podcast, a nature podcast, a business podcast, a public speaking. It's all <laughs> it's all about business connections and just living life as a business person um, at home and at work. But each right. segment has a little bit different personality to it. Um, so mm, okay. I just want to clear that up. If I had five podcasts on five different topics, I think I would explode, but it's five podcasts all on the same umbrella. Um, right. I, I didn't honestly, Birgit, I did not realize this until this conversation. Music was kind of my bridge to all these new realizations. It was always said... start. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, it was, I was just going to reiterate, you know, it was always that it was always, I did something in music and then I pivoted to a non-music thing. I did something in, it was, it was, wow. It was just always that bridge. Mm. And did you notice when you say bridge, that's also a musical term? Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it okay. is. It is. Your, your life is literally surrounded by music, even though you, now it's not so much probably anymore, but still. That's incredible. <laughs> I can only hope my journey leads somewhere like that. That that would be so amazing. Just it would having, be amazing. You know, just hearing your story and your way of where you are today. I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So you said you love festivals. Is there like one festival that stands out when you think back? So one of my favorite music festivals and if anybody can fly and attend, I, I encourage you to try. Um, it's called the Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance. Mm -hmm. Again, Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance. It's in Ithaca, New York. And for international music, it's one of the biggest in the United States, if not the biggest. So they'll bring in musicians, world music from anywhere from Ghana to um and anywhere really ghana to the philippines i saw someone from new zealand there um it's just a great world music festival where the whole purpose behind that festival and, and to give a little context guys the first year i went was in 09 
and we missed a year because of COVID. And then they had like a kind of year, like a small version last year. Um, but I've went every year ever since. So I've went 12 or 13 times straight. Um, the whole vision is peace and togetherness through music. So they bring in musicians from all over the world as, as also, you know, local musicians and national musicians. Um, but it's all about sustainability and it's all about community. And what's amazing about a festival like that is there's a band from Ghana coming in America and people don't point their finger and laugh or tell jokes. They sing and dance and embrace the musicians wholeheartedly. And, you know, my first ever grassroots, I was 17 and being exposed to that kind of community where music isn't just to be popular, music isn't just to be cool, music is actually a platform for change and togetherness and it's a universal language that we all understand very young started to indoctrinate me to not just the enjoyment of music but the power of music as a connecting language as a bridge as we would it was we just said music is a bridge um between all lives and all kinds of people yeah beautiful i mean i've been to festivals before and obviously not with that theme i guess but sure it still is amazing to be around that many people who are just there for the music. Um, I think if anyone can go to a festival, I, I would say go. Especially where you have a tent and you have to camp out for like a night or two. Yes. Experiences and memories you're making are just amazing and incredible. You will not regret it. The good and the bad. <laughs> I mean, probably, you can probably talk about some stuff that's a bit like, oh God, I can't believe that happened. But same here but overall I think you just leave with this feeling of good god I wish I could do this every day just being surrounded by people who have you know, the same love for the same thing that you do and you just stare for one thing and it's genuinely peaceful and yeah it's just it feels like the world's different and it gives you kind yeah. of hope as well I don't know if that's how you feel when you walk away from it yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes feel like I have to pinch myself. Like, is, is this a dream? Mm. This is, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's the closest I've seen to peace that mm. so many different people from different backgrounds, different educations, different colors, different genders can come together. Music mm. just, it's, it, it creates peace it's it's we're all in this together and yes sometimes you get a little muddy sometimes it rains sometimes i've gotten sick from camping but it's all worth it it's it's committing to it's committing to the weekend to mm -hmm. spend time with these people so the the relationships you build um just not even with the music but the people around you or the people that you attend the music with those relationships become stronger as well. Mm, yeah. Oh, the power of music. I think you I was probably tell you can probably tell I'm a little bit of a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, is there? I like it. No. Oh, you know. Yes. Yeah. I, I wish I could be a bit more like that. Um, but yeah. 
um, like you said, just that, that being around people and being yourself and no one judges you. I think that's really something that stood out for me as a very, same as you, quiet person, introverted, you know, not having many friends, but still, even if I didn't speak to the people there, it was just this feeling of, yes, we're here. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be amazing. And, you know, we're all going to walk away feeling so great. That mm. was just, yeah, I always loved that. So, yeah, absolutely. If you can go to a festival, do it. You don't have to be happy <laughs> to enjoy it or an introvert. <laughs> no. You can be an extrovert or whatever. So, yes. Oh, I, I want to add one tiny thing. And yeah. I've went to festivals and stayed in a hotel. So you don't have to be laying in the mud or in a hammock to enjoy festival you could go and still go sleep in a hotel at night so we can we can do glamping as well we can we can live yeah. it up as well absolutely absolutely yeah the funny thing is when i remember back and that's way back and i'm showing my age here when i was about 18 or 19 that's when my festival days were happening there were no hotels you had to camp so mm. you were kind of not forced into it, but it was just not something we thought about. Let's go to a hotel. It's like, no, we're going to get a tent. If it's leaking, it's leaking. If it's muddy, it's muddy. If the toilet's overflowing, you just have to find a way, you know. But that was exciting. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I'll go to a hotel, these days I probably would do. <laughs> yes. Because I'm a little bit older and my body's not as um, durable. But, um, yeah. Hotel's no, definitely an option, but no leaky, no overflowing toilets in the hotel <sighs> at least. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Festivals and the things you see and can't unsee. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation we could have. So um yes. Back to you, and not festival well, festivals is you, but is there a specific song that you currently or from the past that you always sort of love listening to? Okay, so I could name so many songs, but I'll go with one that is on theme with what we're talking about. Right. Um, so the founder of the Grassroots Festival of Music and Dance is a band called Donna the Buffalo. And a lot of their music, I haven't talked to them about it, but I'm pretty certain. A lot of their music's written about grassroots. It's about that life. Um, they're reflecting their experience into their music. So I always really connected to it. So one song that immediately came to my mind because we're on topic mm -hmm. is called po Positive Friction. Positive Friction, which already seems like, what's that mean? Um, but um, the chorus of that song goes, Positive Friction, Under the Upper Crust, What Does All This Hollywood Really Have to Do With Us? True Grit timeless love there's no reason to pretend let's get together and become natural once again natural once again i'm like that's describing what i just described that's that is the music festival life what what does all this hollywood and glit and glam and cars really have to do with us as humans let's mm -hmm. get together to music mm -hmm. and and get back to hum humanity spending time and and having fun as a as a clan i guess you could say mm, yeah yeah oh yes my mind goes in all different directions just hearing that and 
me, what, me yeah, too. what you what you said is is spot on. It's this whole glamour and glitz thing. What do you get out of it, really? You know, if if you if you get time to spend with pe- people, friends, you know, whoever that is, and you have music to enhance that experience and form deeper connections, why wouldn't you choose that? You know, yeah, I don't. Personally, I don't get why you would go Hollywood, but yeah, some people believe in that and that's fine. We're all different. You know, we're trying to accept each other for who we are. And I think that's the beauty of music as well, that we try not to judge and it's, yeah. So yeah, I love that. Love that song. Yay. Right. The other question I have for you. And some people really struggle with that, which I'm going, yes, is um, if you would have to describe your life and your business right now by using a song, which one would that be and why? Well, my life and my business using a song. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to, I can't, all right, I'm just going to, this isn't my well thought out answer, but what comes to mind is Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Just because I think it's an epic. I think it's coming from all different directions. At some, sometimes I'm harmonizing. At other times I'm wailing on the guitar. I think it's epic. I think it's interesting. I think it's, I just think it's, it's awesome. I, I feel blessed and I'd have to listen back to the song to see if the words actually blend but just the whole epicness and awesomeness of that song i actually don't think i live up to that standard but i'd love to be the queen of marketing and podcasting or the king but the queen the queen band Mm -hmm. i didn't expect that song but i I can see why you picked it yeah i didn't expect that either (laughs) do the lyrics actually make sense in that song I'm not sure. I would have to read them, but from memory, there's a lot of stuff going on that's kind of gibberishy kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the song and I love Queen. Their yeah. Freddie Mercury is just whoa. But yeah, but I see why you I... picked the song because it's got this all these different shades and lows and highs and. Yeah. Yeah. What's coming to my mind right now is like, he's all like, I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. It seems (laughs) like there's, there's a lot of this like negative self-talk and this like society saying you're not good enough, Mm. but it seems as if he breaks through that. It's almost Mm. like the, an underdog story, like poor sad nothing matters it's it so goes in and out of those emotions mm-hmm. um okay Birgit, we're gonna have to sit back and listen to that song and i'll come back to you for a part two for a better analysis <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah you're absolutely right yeah we have to listen to it again and i think yeah there could be a whole conversation about that song alone but yeah it's true it's true though it's and yeah just Freddie mercury um as a person as well from you know what he has achieved in his life is just wow. truly incredible and on that part I will just say that even as a younger kid 
not knowing who he was, what he did and what his background was, somehow I was drawn to him because he had just had this something. And I'm glad we had people like that who gave us songs like that, who we can relate to and kind of use as inspiration for our own life. So it's just amazing. More. It's amazing. I know. Wow. I think we've covered some really, really good stuff today. I, yeah. Um, again, I'm going to walk away and have to kind of let it all settle down and digest. And I hope um, you B-siders feel the same way. Before we wrap this up, is there anything that comes to mind that you want to share with us all on this journey of yours that started with music and has all these bridges leading you to other amazing things? Yeah, well, first, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity for coming on the show. Um, a big part of what I learned in my story was aligning with similar people and creating a tribe or a community of like-minded people and helping one another and adding value to each other's lives. That's something tremendously important to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something tremendously important to the music industry. So if you're a musician, keep it up. Um, in addition to that, support other musicians. If you're a fan, continue supporting your musicians. And for everyone, of course, support this show because you know, a musician without an audience just isn't quite as fun. So let's help each other. Let's support each other. Um, music can bring us together. So I, I hope that's just the main thing people got out of this, that it, it's the musician on the stage is not some celebrity on a high horse that they put their pants on the same way. They, they're humans. Um, so let's let's just embrace that and, and help people the best we can. Yes, beautiful. And oh my God, 150% agree. If if we all, and I think you said that to me um, as well at some point, if we all can do just a little bit and a, a small part, we all can, then, you know, especially the music industry and everyone that works in it. And I want to add to that. It's not just the people on stage. It's also people who, put the stage up who make the sound sound nice who actually like you promote it who maybe you make the clothes for the musicians so there's so many people involved mm. in that industry if we can support them i think we should and we all can in some shape or form so yes thank you for that fits perfectly it does Right. Well, we'll leave you with that, B-Siders. I think there's a lot to think about for you guys. And I hope you enjoyed it. Well, I did. Absolutely. It was a really great episode. Thanks, Ben, for being on. I really appreciate it. And I love your story. And I hope you B-Siders, yeah, you get something out of it. I'm sure you do. And as I always say to you guys, keep on dancing and keep on rocking. And please tune in for my next episode. Until then, you all take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.